0: Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Zarr and welcome to the Chris Zarr podcast for Monday, April 11th, 2022 and your boy, your boy's just checking in on you. What's up motherfuckers? How's it going? How was your weekend? Tell me it was fantastic. Tell me if you were in Southern California that you fucking cooked. Tell me if you're from anywhere that's not in Southern California, how do you like that snow? Tell me, if you're from anywhere in the United States, do you feel like we're going through some climate crisis? Maybe. But hey, what's not a fucking crisis? Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, we got slaps going on at the Oscars. We got a war raging in Eastern Europe and Russia. The Chinese housing market just fucking crashed. And on top of all that, somehow... Some way, the U.S. stock market's still doing the same ticking thing, and I know finance is not my wheelhouse, and I know most of you out there probably don't care. That's not what you come to this podcast to do, but if you want to talk recession, it feels like the Jaws theme song is playing. <laughs> dun dun, dun dun. <laughs> And just in time too, right? Because I'm 28 years old. It's not like I haven't gone through (laughs) enough already. What's wrong with this happening now? Not a goddamn thing. As far as I can tell though, at least one of the things that I do is going to be good for the recession. Not good for the recession, but should be fine during the recession because Lord knows. People love to blow off steam and spend some money on drinks. So, hey, thank God for that. And on top of that, if they can't afford drinks, then maybe they can afford some yoga and meditation, right? Got some cool stuff popping off at the Yogazar podcast and at Yogazar on Instagram. Check me out there. And if those two things don't work, well, you know I'm going to keep bringing the laughs. (laughs) it's a red flag world out there and I'm laughing with it I'm going to keep doing that I don't give a fuck I don't give a single fuck and I hope you don't either I hope no matter what you keep your spirits up because that is the American way that and also (laughs) finding a way (laughs) finding a way that's the American way Finding a way in what direction? Well, depends what part of the country you're from. (laughs) If you're from part of the country that likes to bitch and bemoan about shit, you'll find a way. (laughs) You'll find a way, Karen. (laughs) If you're from a part of the country which likes to be a tool about things, you'll find a way. Looking at you, Chad. (laughs) But if you're going to find a way If you're going to find a way to inspire hope, even though you keep taking those L's, then you'll find a way. Looking at you, Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Thanks for bringing hope to us. (laughs) Now, when I think about Bernie Sanders, I think about all the things that we could have had. (laughs) Like, think about it. If we had Bernie Sanders during the time of COVID, I don't think... I don't think Americans would have felt like we were walking on thumbtacks. I think we would have felt like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna get it taken care of. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine." <laughs> yes, people would have been on high alert for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> get that man a secret service against the germs. <laughs> Cuz that dude is as old as Moses. but I felt like we would have been fine I don't think we would have felt like uh, we would have been on a precipice because we had a TV celebrity leading the nation but we didn't we had Trump and then as some fucking visceral reaction to Trump now we got Joe Biden and what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now (laughs) take me out to dinner fuck Thank God for TikTok during these times, right? <laughs> At least the things are going south we can make a meme and some comedic bits about it. Now for real though, what I would tell Joe Byron <laughs> right now, I tell him, "Hey Joe, <laughs> I think I think you should consider asking the previous cabinet what sort of drugs they had Trump on and start taking them. (laughs) We need to get the sleepy out of you and get you some fucking energy. (laughs) Some fucking energy and a mind that works like a trap. I need some quick memory, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, I need that because we got we got a dude who's also your age operating in Russia right now, who for some reason does not seem like he's on the brink of taking a nap. (laughs) And who's not the type of guy who a former president would jokingly refer to as VP, which by the way, for those of you that saw Barack Obama do that recently, that was pretty fucking funny. Also, I didn't know this, this was the first time in like more than five years that Obama has visited the White House, which I could read into that, maybe. Or it could just say, you know what? He spent eight years there. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to take a break. Or maybe he just didn't want to face the smoke from Donnie because, you know, Barry fucking trashed him at a correspondence dinner, said, hey, I'm going to be one thing that you'll never be. <laughs> and Donnie was all like, oh, we'll fucking see about that, boy. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but with Barack coming back and uh, referring to Uncle Joe as VP, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, that would never happen to Putin. <laughs> no, but hey, Joe took it on the chin. Kind of like Jada Smith. <laughs> Or perhaps more appropriately, he took it on the cheek like Chris Rock (laughs) and moved on like a fucking adult. So, hey, props to you, Joe. Props to you. Also, by the way, speaking of taking it on the chin, I don't know if any of you watched the UFC uh, fight card this last weekend, and I wasn't able to watch the the whole thing because your boy had to go to work. Uh, Yeah, I was bartending the night that Fisher and company came through to Bloom Nightclub. Shout out to you, Fisher, and shout out to Bloom. But um, I was able to watch the main card leading up until the decision for the women's fight. And I got to tell you, the women's fight, it was the third fight that was on that night. And fuck was it good. Damn, do those ladies know... <laughs> to bring the fucking heat they were non-stop three rounds five minutes a cut and they didn't slow down the entire time man and uh you know they said that it was gonna be sort of a a split decision but i felt like it was pretty one way the entire way And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then let's wind the clock back a little bit, shall we? UFC, last weekend, the main card that was going on was, what the fuck, internet, there it is. Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. Alright, Korean Zombie picked up the fight because Holloway wasn't able to uh, recover from his injury and get in the fight on time, and so... Alex teed him up in the way that made it seem like he's in a class above all others. But, fair is fair. Korean Zombie wasn't exactly fully prepared for it. Touche. The fight before that, I didn't see. Peter Yan, I heard, got robbed. But, you know, Sterling is not no slump. So, I'm not going to make any comment about that. Uh, But the fight that I was referring to, right? It was... Not the uh Pichelle versus Madsen fight, which was just some wrestling match, whatever. Uh, but the second fight which happened that night, which was Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. Look, fam, <laughs> you want to see Mackenzie Dern fight. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If you see that lady pop up on the card again. <laughs> watch that fucking fight because Torres wasn't a slouch she was a bull a fucking machine she was taking shots and she was escaping or she was rather persevering through submissions that would have tapped out most normal human beings but Mackenzie Dern folks (laughs) I don't know what happened in the later fights so I don't know if she got Fight of the night. Um, But fucking A, Mackenzie Dern. Shout out to you. And this is not the first time, by the way. This is not the first time where the woman's main card fight was an absolute slugfest. (laughs) So, for those of you that are not watching the women's fights in the UFC, stop doing that. It's not like the WNBA. (laughs) Okay? It's not... (laughs) (laughs) that's unfair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But (laughs) every time I watch the WNBA or when I watch women's college basketball, even when I hung around to watch the, the game where the women's Notre Dame college basketball team put up more than a hundred points, which is impressive for college basketball period. I don't care who's playing. I don't care who they're playing against putting up a hundred points In college, sports, regular time, basketball, fuck yeah, bro. But for whatever fucking reason, the four game minutes that I watched was, (laughs) it was laughable. It was laughable. People tossing passes out of bounds, air balls on both sides of the floor, horribly missed free throws, you name it. It was like. YMCA middle school Bush league bullshit so for those of you that want to come at me and say you should stop talking shit on the WNBA I'll wait for them to show me and I'll give them the same props I'm giving to the UFC women's fighters right now because the WNBA wasn't the main point the main point was watch the women's UFC fight they're fucking monsters okay I was really excited about that and now that I got that out of the way I'm going to talk a little bit more sports here do you mind Probably not. So, you know I'm going to bring up first? Them San Diego Padres! (laughs) Yes, sir. The San Diego Padres. They dropped the opening day game to the basement Arizona Diamondbacks. Did I laugh about that? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Why? Because that's classic Padres, man. <laughs> you go up against a team like Arizona Diamondbacks, the fucking basement of the NL West last year. And you blow a lead. <laughs> you blow a lead on opening day. Was that going to set the tone for the year? Apparently not. Because the Padres came back to win on Friday, 3-0. Saturday, 5-2. And Sunday, handedly, 10-5. to does that mean the Padres are going to title Town? Who the fuck knows? But, hey, at least they're 3-1, right? 3-1 <laughs> and one and no Tatis. So, you know, they're going up against the Giants tomorrow. The Dodgers and the Braves are coming up pretty soon. So, if they finish April with a winning record, I'll be happy. Now, as for my Red Sox... <laughs> My Red Sox are, well, looking today, are fucking one in three. I was not expecting that. I was not <laughs> expecting that at all. And when I watched the game Sunday night, because I finally had some downtime this weekend, I was pleasantly informed that the Red Sox had dropped, <laughs> had dropped two of the previous games of the Bronx Bombers after relinquishing a lead. That was heartbreaking, folks. I hate losing to the Yankees. And I hate losing to the Yankees when we fucking had them. So, it's a good thing I wasn't watching those games. It was a good thing that I was watching the one game that the Red Sox did win against the New York Yankees. Where I didn't see the Red Sox score any runs. But I did see the Red Sox pitching staff strike out the side in the ninth inning. Which was a fucking feat. Okay, folks, for those of you that aren't following baseball, I want you to imagine essentially what is equivalent to the Space Jam Monstars. <laughs> right. So you have these big, strong, ugly-looking mugs <laughs> stepping up to the plate, swinging these fucking sticks, and you feel like at any moment They're going to go yard. I'm talking about Anthony Rizzo. I'm talking about Aaron Judge. I'm talking about Mr. Stanton. And I'm talking about who's that other fucking guy? He's got a a fucking Italian name. That's not like fucking Rizzo. What is it's going to bug me if I don't know what this guy's name is. Let's see. Yankees roster. Um, they play the Blue Jays today. They're currently losing 3-0. Hey, that's fucking nice. Thank you Blue Jays for doing something good. Oh yeah, Joey Gallo. <laughs> yeah. And so when I see when I see somebody who's not classically the Red Sox closer step in, right? So we're not talking about Matt Barnes here. We're talking about some dude that I haven't heard of before who has a beard like a pirate. I think to myself first, okay, cool beard. I think to myself second, this is fucking terrifying. I'm absolutely terrified. I don't want to pitch against Aaron Judge. I want any of my guys pitching against Aaron Judge. Let alone, while you only have one run to give up, that guy can hit a solo shot, no problem. Are you going to walk him? No. Because you got Giancarlo Stanton, the current... (laughs) (laughs) Between Judge and Stanton, which guy are you going to have to win the home run derby? Which guy are you going to crown as the home run champ of the year? It's going to be one of those two guys, probably, right? Maybe Vlad Daddy Jr. over on Toronto, perhaps. But those two guys are in the running for sure. So you're not going to walk Judge. You got to come at him. And guess what our boy did? He struck him out. Stanton walked up to the plate. That guy made Stanton look Silly. <laughs> you just had him off balance from the get-go. Stan took three terrible swings. Not what you want to see from your DH. And so if you get through those first two, I bet you you're juicing a little bit. I bet you by the time Joey Gallo came up, our boy was thinking to himself, you know, I'm coming right at him. <laughs> He's seen these two giants, these two titans go down swinging. And I'm going to put the knife in them right now. I got my boot on their neck, and this guy is about to get executed. And you know what? That's what he fucking did. So, shouts out to you. Shouts out to you, Boston Red Sox, for having a little bit of perseverance. And also, shouts out to you, Mr. Whoever You Were, that pitched <laughs> for the Boston Red Sox last night to close it out 4-3. to three. I want to say your name was Jake. Let's see, what does the internet say? Oh, yeah, Jake Diekman, number 31. <laughs> Way to bring it home, kid. Your beard is amazing, and so is your fishing. So, you know, keep that shit up. Now, moving away from sports here for a moment because I know this isn't done and done and ESPN. I'm going to get back to <clears throat> having some laughs, right? Now, the first thing I want to laugh about is how one-way baseball commentary can be. (laughs) Now, I know it's somewhat sports-related, but I just want to say really quick, as I was listening to the broadcast last night, hey, ESPN, (laughs) quit sucking the Yankees' dick, okay? (laughs) Do us all a favor, we can definitely tell. You don't... (laughs) You don't have to ride, okay, the bandwagon. You don't have to do it. So stop doing it and uh, leave the dick sucking to Jada Smith. <laughs> Plowing ahead. <laughs> Plowing ahead. I thought to myself this weekend. As I was bartending, you know, these people that come in here and give me a hundred dollars so they can buy themselves a Coca-Cola and get that hundred dollar bill broken for change. You're not fooling me. (laughs) You're not, you're not fooling me at all. Okay. I can practically smell the powder. That's on this crispy dollar. That's on this crispy blue hundo, right? (laughs) So if you can, break that 100 into 20s. (laughs) Do my register a favor or fucking don't. If you want to, you can really clean that dollar by leaving it in my tip jar, right? I'd appreciate that. Next thing, I figured out why baristas don't make as much money as bartenders in tips. And that's because they ask for the tip at the wrong fucking time. <laughs> right? Like, I feel like people who made coffee would make a lot more money through making their coffee if they made the coffee first. Is that something that's really funny? No. Unless you think about how much money you've saved Because you didn't have to tip them. (laughs) Because they didn't make the coffee first. If you got to taste your coffee first. And if they did an excellent fucking job. Are you telling me. That you wouldn't be happy. More than happy. To leave a couple bucks. On a coffee that's well made. Of course you would. But when you walk up to the register. Sleepy. Probably groggy. On your way to work, it's Monday, you're probably not in a good mood, and some fucking kid who's not even making your coffee, but probably just handing handling your order, doesn't do anything spectacular, but take your order, get it accurate, which is his job. You'll probably think to yourself, thanks for passing me this little device for my car to go into. Would you like to leave a tip today? No. no because this coffee is either going to be mediocre ordinary or good but I can never tell so I'm not going to (laughs) tip so you have all the bad moves together and you also don't want to just give gratuity and extra gratuity for something that hasn't even happened for you yet so hey coffee people do yourself a favor and have them tip you after they get their coffee, do the transaction after they get their coffee. And I'll bet you you'll make some more money. Okay. Okay. Want to get that out there. And the last thing, the last thing that I want to get off today is the fact that I, I love you. And yes, I'm talking to you listener. I'm talking to you friends. I'm talking to you stranger who's in Sweden or Turkey or Germany or norway i don't know why you all out there are listening to this podcast but i fucking love you man so thanks for coming through time and time again hang out with me on instagram you motherfuckers you still haven't added me yet i see you there okay i see you there listening from other nations what you tell me you don't have instagram (laughs) christopher czar that's where you can do that send me the smoke send me the questions and send me the stories I love to hear them, and I love to share them with you all on this podcast. And also, I meant what I said earlier. I got some cool stuff going on at czaryogaclub.com. That's where you can sign up for yoga stuff. And uh, if you want to follow me with yoga-related stuff, the Yo- Yoga Czar podcast and yogazar on Instagram too. All right? Peace. Love you, motherfuckers. I'll be back here to see you on Thursday for the next edition of the podcast. Peace.